for tuning in to my very first podcast. I am Lucy Woe, your host on Confessions with Lucy Woe Beyond the Brush. Join me as I peel back the untold chapters of my journey from building a business to navigating mental health. We'll dive into self-development, dating, and entrepreneurship with so many amazing guests. This podcast is a canvas of stories, advice, and confessions you've never heard. Get ready for real talk, real stories, and real growth. Welcome to a world beyond the brush. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our second episode, Confessions with Lucy Woe Beyond the Brush. I have my girl here, Jeanette. She is one of my God-sent angel. She is actually a, a team member of Wolash, and she became literally like my sister. So I oh, love you, and thank I you so much you. for being here. So after the first episode, I know that some of you guys are shocked, some of you are not, and I want to dive deep, a little bit more deeper, and dissecting because first idea that I had launching the first episode, I wanted to... I wanted to pull all the key points, major events that made a huge impact in my life. I did, but there were so many more contexts and details, layers that we have to peel. Our listeners have definitely have many, many questions, and I want to take this time to really answer those questions so that you can understand me better and hopefully, you know, some of the things that you hear that I go through you're able to see some of maybe the childhood or the parent parental, uh, the way that we were all raised, you know, cultural differences or maybe similarities that you can reflect on how you grew up, ultimately leading to why we do the things we do now as an adult. And I'm going to bring a therapist in the next episode. I'm so excited. Yeah, so let's get started. Jeanette, you want to introduce uh, the world about who you are? Hello. What you do? What's your favorite thing in the entire world? Orcas. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no. Go ahead. Hi everyone. I'm Jeanette. Let's see a little bit about me. I am working at Woolash now, and I absolutely have a passion for lashes, and I have an obsession with orcas. A lot of my clients orcas, know about you guys. that. She said orcas, like yeah, that. like the killer whale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I am so excited to be here today. Thank you so much. And yeah, yeah. let's get started. Okay, first question. Alrighty, so a lot of our viewers want to know, what is your current relationship with your dad? So since you guys, if you guys haven't tuned in on the first episode, please tune in. Currently, my relationship with my dad is wonderful. Everybody's opinion of wonderful is different. So I think that we have the stability in our relationship where there is no resentment because I've, I did the work of understanding myself and I did the work of giving him grace as a human being. We are in a really good place. You know, one thing that I've learned in the past is that I was comparing my friends' relationships with their parents to what I have and I would be jealous, resentful. And then as I go through the journey of healing myself, I became even more resentful because I'm like, what the hell? You know, it's not my responsibility to fix myself, but here I am, and it's your fault because you're my dad. Um, now I'm in such a good place that I understand, and I have so much love and so much grace. Also a cultural thing as well. 
from our country. Um, we don't abandon our parents and we just love them regardless of their fuck ups or their mistakes. And, and uh, we love them truly for who they are. I, I really resonate with you there. I grew up watching, you know, my family and seeing my cousins with their parents and their relationships, so I completely understand. Yeah. Another question we have is how do you feel after sharing your story and being so vulnerable to your listeners? I feel, I think it's more of a positive feeling than a negative feeling, to be honest. I think that last year, if I would have, you know, to do this or even last month, I would probably freak myself out. I would have probably have all these fears, all these um, self-doubt. But I don't have those negative emotions. And I'm really trying to dissect my emotions to match the right vocabulary. And I'm telling you right now, I don't feel any negative emotions. I feel almost like I hope that what I'm sharing can create a positive outlet for women and for people and I hope that my vulnerability make people trust people more or retrust them. I hope that they understand and have more empathy for others because not everybody are as open as me to want to share their stories, but everybody has you know, their own stories that makes up who they are. Definitely, and we really appreciate you sharing your story because I can personally say it's been very impactful in my life. Oh, thank you. So another question we had is, why couldn't your mother come to the States with you? So my grandfather, when he registered my dad, which is his son, it was before he was married. And he didn't know that my dad was married because he was in the U.S. Apparently no one gave him that news. So, you know, my mom didn't get a chance to go because it was only under his name. And he filed him as a single, the status of single. But since I'm his daughter, I automatically grandfathered in the oh. green card. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Did not know that. Mm -hmm. Was your stepdad abusive growing up? No. So the craziest thing, I have never, ever seen them get physical. Um, they would fight like any other couples. They would scream at each other in different rooms. But that was the worst thing I saw. I, you know, and that's why it was shocking, obviously, finding out that it was a, a murder-suicide. I know a lot of people were wondering if I had any abuse growing up with my stepdad. I actually didn't. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. Another question we have is, do you still have the letters? The letters from my godmother pretending to be my mom. No, I do not. My grandmother threw them away. Oh, wow. Yeah. How do you feel about that? You know, it's not for me to feel any resentment and hatred anymore and all these ang angry emotions that I feel towards her were keeping me so captive I felt like a prisoner to be honest and I was like I don't want to hate her I don't want to go into that door every single time I think about the sadness that I went through I just want to like hey this is a part of my story and I just want to read it like a book without having any kind of negative connotation or, or emotions towards my grandma. How did you get there? Um, therapy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I believe you there. Yeah, therapy. so therapy, and, and you know, it doesn't take overnight. People think they're going to go see a therapist for, you know, one session and think shit is going to change. No, it's like years, you know, months. It's, it's not, it's not only going to, to therapy, it's taking what you learn and apply it and reapply it 
and reapply it. And the reason why people should not stop going to see a therapist is because there's so many different contexts in life that just happens. And there's so many incidents that will happen that you're going to need to to have someone to talk to, number one. Number two, you don't have it figured out. You have the tools and it's really nice to cope. But for someone with a lot of trauma and, and that what I went through, I felt like I just need that continue. Um, let's say, you know, I'm in another relationship. This This person may trigger me you know, in a different way, or I have a new employee, or, you know, something, life happens, in whatever context it is, I'm going to need those tools to help. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, we're constantly evolving and yeah, absolutely. learning more about ourselves every day. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing it back to your grandma, why does your grandma have resentment towards your mom? So, this is a cultural thing. Um, my grandmother is half Chinese. My mom is half Chinese. My dad is half Chinese, which makes me half Thai and half Chinese. Chinese culture, they are very big into the skin color. They don't like dark because it it does not represent prosperity. It doesn't represent wealth. It represents working in the rice farm. It represents peasants. It represents poor. My dad's side of the family are very light. Um, they have tall bridge of the nose, which is a really big thing in Asia. My mom was the opposite. She was like 4'9", 4'10", tiny, short, and she was dark. And I look identical to my mom, like identical. She resented how she looked. And then when they got a divorce, my mom was still asking my dad for money for me, for the baby, while she already has a boyfriend. And when he didn't have money, he would call his mom, which is my grandma. And she's like, well, if she has a guy already there in her roof, then he should be able to take care of me. So there's just honestly, maybe there's more layers than that. But for what I know and what I am able to see is it's just based on that. And then obviously she throughout the years that I've lived with her, she has a lot of opinion about those things as well. Another question we had is, did you come straight to Houston? I did not. I actually lived in Maine for five years, and then I lived in Dallas for 15 all the way through 20, and then I moved from Dallas to Houston. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Do wow. you still have resentment towards your family for lying to you all those years? You know, I don't anymore because we never talked about it. Not saying that it has all been released. Oh, like everything is forgiven and everything is light. No, I don't feel that either. I just feel like they're not in a mental or emotional capacity to even analyze what happened to me. If I know someone can't love me more than what they can love me or try to understand me more than what they can understand me at their, they've reached their maximum capacity of emotional intelligence, why would I be captive of those resentment you know like it yeah. just doesn't make sense yeah so no and I they mean well and and they've done so much for me and I I you know I, I'm gonna dive into the positivity and the, the things that they have done for me above and beyond as well growing up taking me in and my dad and taking care of you know my health and even after I moved out like I got sick my aunt flew in and you know we're still a really tightness family I just don't think that we were ever taught 
to dissect our emotions or even understand ourselves in an emotional way. I think a lot of us can resonate to that. Yeah. What was your pivotal moment? Pivotal moment for what? Therapy. What was your aha, like, everything just clicked? Like, I finally feel like I'm free. When people ask me, when did you feel like you became successful? It was not a day. It was not a minute. It wasn't a moment. I think it was more of like looking back and seeing how far I've came. And it was like, woo, I came, I came far. And I think that's just, I'll take that more than just like a pivotal moment, you know, because yeah. I, I'm like, I'm still learning. I'm, I still have my triggers. I still have this and that. And so it hasn't been a pivotal moment for me yet. It, it's, it's been a constant work daily getting to know myself and now yes where I am now looking back I'm like oh there's so many small tiny little pivotal moments going through a negative experience but not having the normal triggers or reactions that I normally do and that was just like small little wins I think life is about appreciating the small little wins amen so going into business what other businesses did you open I actually used to do music y'all what? I used to sing. Hey, a lot of y'all don't know this, but Lucy has a voice. You guys, I thought I had a voice. <laughs> <laughs> I really believed in myself. <laughs> um, I used to sing. I, I was known as like Miss Lucy. I think I've taken a lot of music videos down. I, I did music for a while and I love being creative. If I had all the money in the world, one of the things that I would do as a hobby would write songs. I think I'm like really, I just love music. I love being in the energy of like in a studio and you're just vibing and, and the beat and the bass and everything is just bumping. And it was such a great momentum. Um, so I did music and then I opened a men's underwear line. I know I talked a little bit about the last episode and then I created a pregnancy pillow. Oh wow. Yeah, so I taught myself how to sew on YouTube because the boss that I was working for at the time, I loved her and she was pregnant and I didn't know what to get her, but I love like sentimental gift. So I told myself that I was gonna sew a pregnancy pillow for her. I just went to buy the small little cheap machine and I actually liked it and I thought it was easy and I thought I could make money off of it. So I started a page, it's called um, Perfect Sleepers, but I just felt like it was overwhelming when the orders were come in because they want their pillows today, you know, and, yeah. I, and I wanted to make it like the embroidery. I wanted to customize it and I want to wash it. And, you know, so there was so many like layers that goes into having that. And so, yeah, I, I didn't go through with it, but at least I know how to sew. <laughs> One more thing. Mm -hmm. Viewers, comment down below if you think that Lucy should do a intro song. Girl, bye. <laughs> I hate you. Girl, bye. What tools did you take from therapy that has helped you today? Take a deep, deep motherfucking breath. Y'all, these people be trying me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, seriously, the moment that you feel trigger, you can start to feel your heart, your hands sweating, and your palms, you just start to take a breath. One of the main things that weren't you guys were not taught, let's say a man tells a woman, you need to calm down, you need to breathe. That doesn't work. That's not how breathing work. You don't go, that's, you're not down regulating your emotions. You're actually just keeping up the pace, what your heart rate, how you should breathe. This is what my therapist taught me 
it's four seconds in, six seconds out, okay? So when you breathe in, breathe with me. One, two, three, four, hold, and then six seconds out. So you're supposed to breathe out longer than what you breathe in. So drag it out. Like you're dragging your responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> when you do that about a few times, you start to down-regulate your emotions. And when you're in therapy, they're going to teach you a lot of how to down-regulate your emotions. And so that's one of the tools that I've used. I mean, do I still get triggered? Absolutely. Because it's a different context, right? But that's one, one tool that I gathered and I've kept in my pocket. Another tool is having empathy for people. You know, sometimes we forget when a Karen's being a Karen, H-E-B, or someone is throwing a tantrum. You don't know what kind of days they are having, you know, and giving them grace and not matching that energy goes such a long way. Like giving them love, giving them hope. I know it's ugly and sometimes they may be ugly back. I think that's really important for being a fucking human beings, to be honest. It's having empathy for others at the ugliest time. Because I have, you guys, still, I have sometimes when I'm triggered. And, you know, that it's normal because we're humans and that's what we automatically do. But having self-awareness and say, you know what, this is not a, this is not my problem. This is a you problem. Give them empathy. Have a great day. And then keep pushing forward. You don't ruin your day. You don't ruin their day even more because their days are already ruined being like that. And so, yeah, those two top things, I feel like that's really important for everybody to practice, including me. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, something that we're taught as, I always say that adults should go back to kindergarten. Amen. But what we're taught is killing them with kindness. Yeah. And it's hard. It's, e it's easier said than done, you know, but we're on our way. Yeah, I love that. Mm. Wow. Okay, our final question is, what was the aha moment you had in therapy about yourself? That I'm not as sane. <laughs> I thought I was perfect. Um, I thought that I knew everything. I thought that if I'm in this self-development and growth and I want to do this, I'm better than everyone. I'm not. And I've been challenged by my therapist over and over and over again, having to reflect the ugliest truth about myself and realizing that some of the things that I get hurt by has nothing to do with anybody except for myself. And that is what I had to look in the mirror and see the damage that it's in me and I have to fix that, you know? And unlearning a lot of things about myself. You know, we all grew up insecure and we all grew up, you know, feeling whatever. It can be fear of disloyalty, fear of insecurity, abandonment. It's all very important for you to take a look at yourself and ask why. Do I do this? Why did I react this way? Why did I treat someone this way? Or why did I allow someone else to treat me this way? Being very reflex reflective, and I totally agree. Going back to kindergarten, I absolutely agree because I one of the things that I use on myself is I give myself gold star every yes. day. Yes. Because it's like, did I do a good job? Was I a good human being? Did I eat healthy? Did I do all of these? And, and check, 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 check. Those are the, just the most basic thing that we were taught in kindergarten. But as an adult, we don't rate ourselves. We don't, how we grow. We don't analyze our mistakes enough to be able to look and grow. That's where we grow. It's looking ourselves in the mirror and seeing the ugly truth 
of what needs to be done, what needs to be worked on, what needs to be better, and then do better the next day. You know, I think that's really important. I really appreciate Jeanette for being here. Um, thank you so much. I don't think that I could do this on my own, answering my <laughs> questions and then asking my own questions. Um, so thank you for being here. I, I really appreciate, appreciate it and I love you. My listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm super excited to continue to share this journey with you all. Also, you know, giving you the tools, bits and pieces as we ride along this journey of life. And if you have any questions or concern or want, you know, any topic of discussions or confessions, please email us at confessionswithlucy at gmail.com. And I love to answer all the questions. For now, thank you for tuning in. You guys have a wonderful motherfucking day. Bye. One take wonders?